Okay, so we're going to pick it up from Daf Nun Dalad Amid Aleph. The Mishnah says Hanoidim in a Yerek. The Mishnah says if someone says he makes a nether, he's not going to eat Yerek. Now Yerek we translate as vegetables, but it technically means greenery, which is there are vegetables like cucumbers, tomatoes, gourds, and they eat them. And then there's vegetables that are green, that are leafy, like cabbage and lettuce. Yerek technically means greefy, green leafy vegetables. So the halacha is, muter bedulum, you're allowed to eat a gourd, because a gourd, while it's a vegetable, is not the same type of vegetable. Rav Akiva disagrees. Rav Akiva says it's asr. Now the Gemara is going to explain Rav Akiva's opinion is like this. Rav Akiva holds up because if you would send a shliach to go to the supermarket and say, bring me a yerek, now you obviously mean technically like lettuce or cabbage. If he were to only find a gourd, he would ask you, "Should I? can I bring a gourd back? The very fact that he would ask means it's close enough that it's in the category. That's Rav Yakiva Shita. The Rabbanan disagree. They say, no, the very fact that he would ask means that it's not what you're asking for. If you have to ask, that means it's not what I wanted. So the Gemaris, the Mishnah continues, The Rabbanan who feel that you're allowed to eat the gourd said to Rav Yakiva, if a person were to send a shliach to the supermarket and say, Buy for me a yerek. And he comes back and he says, All I found is a gourd. Should I buy it? So he'd have to ask. The very fact that he has to ask means that a gourd is not considered a yerek in halacha. So the Gemara responds, The truth is, Rabbi Kiva says, I agree with you. I agree that he has to ask, but that's the, exactly the point. If you send him to get a vegetable, to get a yerek, will he come back and say, I, I, I found uh, you know I found a chair. No, I found the kidneys. They're so out of the out of the category. You don't even have to ask. The very fact that he has to ask means it's close enough. Shadulum bechlal yerek. The kidneys ain't bechlal yerek. The very fact that he has to ask means the kidneys is in the category. It's not the classic yerek because it's not leafy and green, but it's still close enough. The very fact that you'd ask is close enough because if it wasn't close, you wouldn't even have to ask. A yerek, if we do ask a yerek, it's a shayla about a gourd, but everyone agrees you're allowed to eat a fresh Egyptian bean. Fresh Egyptian beans are still green and still uh, yerek, technically. But you're allowed to eat a dry one, because once they dry, they no longer are green anymore, and they're not considered a yerek, according to everybody. Okay, so the Gemara continues. So the according to Rav Akiva... If you ask a yerek, you're also not allowed to eat a gourd because a gourd is technically a vegetable. So because you'd ask, so the Gemara says, "Hamin yerek noda." At the end of the day, even if you say that it's close enough, it's still not a yerek. We've had this entire masechta. We've been going with the notion that it has to be exactly what he said. Technically, it's not a yerek. So even if it's close, close is not enough. So the Gemara says, "You're right." Even Rav Akiva agrees. You have to add a certain lotion to what he said. If he just said yerek, not good enough. He said, I swear I won't eat yarki kadeira, leafy greens of a pot. So because he said kadeira, which is an extra word, he means to include something, and Rebekiva felt he means to include a gourd or any other type of vegetable which you would ask about in the store. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, perhaps he's just saying when he says yarak kadeira, he doesn't mean to include a gourd, he means greens that are eaten a pot of food. Meaning, that it's not necessarily mean that he's saying um, a, 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 a gourd. Maybe he means the type of vegetables that are eaten with leafy greens, like in a stir-fry, like garlic and onions. 
but a gourd, which is a standalone vegetable, I mean, maybe not. So the Gemara says, okay, you're right. The case is where he says, he adds two extra words. Because he says those two extra words, it's come to include another type of leafy green, which is to include all forms of vegetables that the shliach would have to ask if he should buy. The Gemara explains the machlekes, what is the machlekes or the the rabbon regarding gourds? Rabbon and savri, the rabbon and hold. Call milsa ditzarich lam shlicha lam luchia la lav minehu. That any time you send someone to get A, if he would ask, that very fact that he would ask, I couldn't find A, but I could find B. If he asked to ask, that means that B is not the the type of food you're looking for. So if you send them for a yarek, the very fact that he'd have to ask, I couldn't find the yarek, but I could find the gourd. That means that a gourd is not a yarek and it's not a nether. Rav Akiva savar kol milsa de mimlech shalicha laminu. Rav Akiva disagrees. He says the very fact that he would ask means it's close enough. It's not exactly it, but it's close enough. So if you would ask, that means it is a shliach. So if you send someone to get a yarek and he would ask, should I also bring a gourd? That means that it's close enough. Rabbi clarifies that even Rav Akiva, who says that you're not lead a gourd, he agrees he's not confident about it, he's being machmer. Meaning Rav Akiva was not confident that you're not eat a gourd, he was being machmer. But if you were to eat the gourd, you wouldn't get lashes, because he's not 100% confident that you'd be over by Yechadvare. He's just machmer misafik. So the Gemara is going to continue with uh, quoting a machlekes tanoim. The Mishnah says, Tanan hasam. The Mishnah says, not a machalik it's gonna it's gonna elaborate that Ravakiva is not the author of the following Mishnah. The rule is like this if a person benefits from Hegdish, then he's Chayev Me'ila. Now in general, if I send someone to be a Shliach to do an Avera, the Allah is Ain Shlichadvaravera, which means the Shliach is punished, not the one who sent him, because Shliach is considered acting on his own volition. However, Me'ila is different. If I send someone to benefit from Hegdish, the one who sent it, the Balabayis, is, is over the Yisr. Unless the Shliach deviated from the command of the Meshaleach. So if I send, if Reuven sends Shimon uh, uh, on, a, on a mission to desecrate Hegdish, so Shimon is, and Shimon does it, then Reuven is punished. However, if Shimon does it in a different way, let's say he says to go eat a, an apple of Hegdish, and instead of eating the apple, he um, uses it, the apple in another way, then Shimon is punished. So, Tanan Hasam, the Mishnah says, If a Shliach performs the, the, the mission, then the one who sent him is over the Isra of Mila. But if the Shliach deviated from the plan, then Shliach Mal, then the Shliach is considered uh, the, the one who committed the Mi'ilah. Now, Mantana, who is the author of the following part of the Mishnah? That was the first part. The second part of the Mishnah we're going to say is Amrav Chizna Masisim Zaykar The second part of the Mishnah that we'll quote in a moment is not Rav Akiva. Again, Rav Akiva's opinion, as we had in today's daf, is that if you send someone on a mission to go buy you a vegetable and they can't find the classic vegetable, but they find something that they could ask you about, meaning so you send them to buy a yerek, and all they could find is a gourd, so they come back and say, hey, I, you know, uh, I, all I can find is a gourd. The halach is, according to Rav Akiva, a gourd is included in the mission. Meaning, so the Gemara would extrapolate that according to this, if I were to send him to buy me a yerek and he were to buy me a gourd, that would not be considered a deviating of the plan. And if the gourd was, was hegdish, the one who sent it would be over me'ila. Because if I sent him to get a yerek and he got a gourd, getting the gourd is not considered deviating from the plan, which means 
that he's a shliach of mine to do me'ilah, so he be over shlichus, and he be over me'ilah, the one who sent him. But Ketzad, but the problem is, the Mishnah seems to say not like that. Amr Loi, the Mishnah says, what's an example of me'ilah? Amr Loi, the, the Reuven says to Shimon, Tain basal archim, give meat to the guests. Now, that meat is hegdish. But instead of giving meat, nasam kavig. Instead of giving him meat, the shliach gave them liver of hegdish. Or tain kavig, he says, give them liver of nasam abasa, and he gives them meat. So what's the halacha? Hashliach mal. The Mishnah says that because the shliach deviated from the plan, because I send them, I told him to give them meat, but instead of giving meat, he gave liver. So the Mishnah says giving liver is considered a deviation of the plan, and the halacha is that the shliach is punished because he's not a shliach anymore. He went off script. Now here's the problem. The Ravakiva. Here's the problem. The problem is that if Rav Akiva is the author of this Mishnah, it doesn't work. Why? According to Rav Akiva, if I send the shliach, if I make a nether not to have a vegetable, then it includes gourds. Why? Because if I were to send the shliach to get a vegetable, he would ask about a gourd. So because he would ask about a gourd, it's close enough. So you see, according to Rav Akiva, when it comes to shlichus, as long as it's in the same category, that's considered fulfilling the shlichus. In this case, I told him to give them meat. He technically gave them liver. Which, yes, technically is not the same, but if I were to ask you, if I were to send you to the store to buy meat and you, all you could find was liver, you'd ask me about it. It's close enough. It's in the category. It's close enough that it's something you'd ask. So according to Vakiva, if something that's close enough by Nidorim is considered in the same category and it's considered a shlichus, so then how come by Me'ila, if I told him to give meat and he gives them liver instead, you should say it's the same thing. It's in the same category. It's close enough. So it's not considered deviating from the plan and it should be that the person who sent him is over Me'ila, not the shliach. The shliach is only over Me'ila when it's a deviation from the plan. But according to Rav Akiva, as long as they're in the close enough of a category that you'd ask about it, if I were to send you to get A, you'd ask, I can't get A, but I can get B. That's close enough. So if it's close enough, then how come? <coughs> how come? If I told him to get meat and all he can get is liver, how come that doesn't count? That should count. So that's the halal, that's the Gemara's kashis. You see, our Mishnah is not like Rav Akiva. So I'm Rabbi, I feel the Rav Akiva. The Mishnah can work with Rav Akiva. Go to the next page. The answer is very simple. There's two fundamental shilas. Our shila by Nidorim is, if I assert A, what is included in that Isser? According to Rav Akiva, as long as it's close enough that if I were to ask you to buy to buy this product, and you couldn't find it, you'd find B, you'd ask about it, that's close enough. That means B is included. See, when it comes to Nadarim, all that matters is what was my mindset. According to Rebekah, as long as it's close enough, it's considered within the same mindset, and therefore if I aser Yerek, I mean to intend to aser also gourds, because gourds are close enough. But when it comes to Meila, in that case, what was the Shaila? The Shaila was, I told the Shliach to give them meat of Hegdish. But instead of giving them meat, he gave them liver. So the Mishnah said, oh, it's deviating from the plan. The Shliach is punished, not the Mishaleach. So he said, why? I thought it's close enough. The answer is, true, it's close enough, but you still have to ask. Meaning, if I still... All Rav Akiva's point is, that when it comes to a mindset by Nidorim, if I asked meat, I would intend to asked liver as well, because it's close enough. But the Shaila by, by Me'ila is, as long as it's deviating from the plan, it's considered a deviation. Now, even according to Rav Akiva, you'd still have to ask. Meaning, according to Rav Akiva, if I send you to get meat, you can't just come back with liver. You still have to ask me. That case of Me'ila, the guy did not ask. He went, instead of giving meat, he gave liver. He didn't ask. By not asking, it's deviating from the plan. That's independent. That's completely irrelevant to our discussion. Meaning, the Shaila by Nadarim is... 
when I ask her a category, how big is that category? According to Rav Akiva, any t- anything that if I were to uh, if I were if if I were to ask you to buy it, you'd buy the other one. You'd ask me about buying the other one that's included in the category. So when it comes to my mindset, it's included in the category. Fine. But when it comes to Meila, it's practical. It's not just what's included in the category. You have to ask. I told you to buy meat. You went and bought liver. Now, yes, is technically liver within the category? It is, but you still have to ask me. You see, by Nadarm, there's no need to ask. By the case of Meila, because it's fulfilling an actual shlichus, the shliach has to ask. Instead of buying meat, I could only find liver. He should have asked. The fact that he didn't ask was the deviation. So the fact that by Nadarim, Nadarim, there's no need to ask. Nadarim, it's a conceptual concept of what, what's included in a category. So according to Rav Akiva, it's included in the category. That, uh, that it's included in the category as long as it's close enough. But when it comes to Meila, it has to be, did you fulfill the shlichus practically? Practically, you still have to ask. Even if it's included in the same category, you still have to ask. Because he didn't ask, it's considered deviating from the plan. So that mission can work even according to Rav Akiva. When Abaya taught this in front of Rav, he said, oh, Abaya, you're correct. Now, we said according to Rav Akiva, as long as if I aser with a neder, uh, I intend to aser not only the food that I asked, but anything that if I were to ask you to go to the store to buy it, you couldn't find that. You'd buy something else. You'd ask me about buying something else that's included. So according to Rav Akiva, if I said I'm going to aser meat, then included in that is also liver. Why? I liver is not meat. The answer is yeah, but if I were to send you to go to the store to get meat and all you could find is liver, you'd ask me, is that good enough? So because you'd ask me, it's close enough. Who argues on Rav Akiva? Meaning, who holds that by Nadarim, it's specific to what you said, not anything in the same category? So Rav Shimon Gamliel, he, the one who argues on Rav Akiva is Rav Shimon Gamliel. The Tanya, the Brisa starts off by quoting an opinion that works with Rav Akiva. The Brisa, the first opinion follows Rav Akiva. The Brisa says, If someone says he's not going to eat meat, he's not allowed to eat any type of meat. Meaning, whether it's a large cattle, sheep, goat, it's all meat. He's not allowed to eat the head of the animal, the feet, the trachea, the liver, the heart, and he's also not allowed to eat chicken. So this obviously follows Rav Akiva because this is, says that when you aser meat, you also mean to aser liver because if you go to the store, you would ask for that liver as well. So you see that this is following the opinion of Rav Akiva. But, but even Rav Akiva who holds that includes anything in the category, so it includes chicken and liver and heart, it does not include fish and locusts. The Gemara will explain why fish and locusts are not included, because I would say fish is the same thing as chicken. If I would send you to the store to get meat, and you couldn't find meat, you'd ask me, what about fish? It's close enough. Anyway, we'll take that in a second. Rav Leal disagrees. He says, no. If you ask your boss, you're not allowed to eat meat, but but you're allowed to eat the head, the feet, the trachea, the liver, and the heart, because all those are not included because according to Rav Shemuel, we don't go by the, the ballpark, and if I would send you as a shliach, you'd ask about it. You know, it's specific to what, what you actually said. And you said baser. Ba'ifus, therefore you're allowed to eat chicken. And of course, meat and locusts. Now, before we back to our point, Rav Shemuel says, Intestines are not considered meat. And anyone who eats them is not a human being, because the only one who eats them are like animals. No one eats intestines. The Gemara says, what do you mean? People eat intestines all the time. What we mean is, that when it comes to buying meat, if I, if you have a choice of buying meat and you choose to buy intestines instead, that's that's like an animal. Okay, fine. Now, so we said according to the first opinion, which followed the view of Rav Akiva, if you aser meat, you intend to aser chicken as well, because if I would send you to the store to have meat and you couldn't find meat, you and you found chicken, you'd ask me, what about chicken? But it does not include fish. 
The question is, why not? So the Gemara says, How come, according to Tanakama, if it asser meat, it asser's chicken as well, the asser, David Shlicha de Mimachala? Because of the rule that we said before, that if I would send you to buy meat and you couldn't find meat, but you found chicken, you'd ask me, is chicken good enough? So you see that it's close enough. But Basadagam Nami said, if that's the case, then fish meat as well. I see dog in If I were to send you to buy meat and all you could find is fish, you'd say, what about fish? So it should be close enough. So why is fish different? So the Gemara is going to answer that basically we're talking about a specific case where the person you know when he sent you, you know he doesn't want fish. Meaning when the guy sent you to the store and said, Basar, you'd maybe ask, what about chicken? But you would never ask, what about fish? Why? In general, fish is close enough. But this is a specific case where the, you know the person doesn't want fish. What's the case? Um, Rabbi Yikon Shehikiz Davin. talking specifically about a case where the person who made the nether had just given up blood, bloodlet, because you should not eat fish after bloodletting because it's dangerous, it's not healthy. So because he asks you for basar, you know not to give him fish, and therefore fish is not even close enough. Meaning in general, fish is, but not in this specific case. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, see, if you're telling me the case is where he was bloodlet, so then that's why fish is not is not is not usher because it's never even a havamina. So why is chicken? If you're bloodletting, after bloodletting, you're supposed to eat meat, not fish. And not chicken either. So why is chicken included? The answer is Dharma Shmuel. And how do I know that you're not supposed to eat chicken after bloodletting? Or you said you're not even supposed to eat fish after bloodletting, so it's not even a havamina. So that's why it's not included in the nether. So chicken also. Dharma Shmuel Shmuel said, Hamasukir Vaachal Bisidzafra. If you went to bloodletting and then you eat uh, chicken, parach libekitsifara, it's gonna cause your heart to have palpitations like a bird. It's not good for your heart, Vitania. And the Bryce also said, Aid Makizin, after bloodletting, you're not supposed to eat loyal dog and not fish, loyal oifis and not chicken, loyal basam liach and not salted meat. Vitania and other Bryce says, Hik is dam, if you bloodlet, loyal yechal, loyal gmini, you shouldn't eat milk or cheese, loyal bang, loyal shechlayim, or eggs or cress, loyal oifis, loyal basam liach and not chicken, not salted meat. You see, you're not supposed to eat chicken. So how come chicken is included in the nether if he had just bloodlet? The answer is, Shani oifis, Dashai de Shlika. The answer is, you could eat chicken after bloodletting if you boil it. So because it's possible to eat in a healthy way, it's included in the nether. Abaya has another explanation of the difference between fish and chicken. That chicken is included in the nether, but not fish. The cases where you have eye pain. The dog in So it's not a case of bloodletting, it's a case where you have eye pain. And fish is not good for eye pain. And therefore, fish is not included in the nether, but chicken is good. So Gemara says, wait a minute. You tell me you can't eat fish after eye pain? Why not? Nuna Sama Lainayim. Nun Sama Chayim stands for Nuna Sama Lainayim. A fish is medicine for the eyes. You see, fish is good for the eyes. So how come you can't eat fish after having eye pain? The answer is, The answer is, fish is only beneficial at the end of an eye illness. In the beginning of the eye illness, fish is not good. And that's the case of the Brisa, where the person is the beginning to have an eye illness, and therefore he would not want fish. So when he sent you for Basar, he meant Basar Mamish, or anything including the category, but specifically in this case, he does not intend to include fish.